Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network and you are joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host Lawson. Lawson, good morning to you. Good morning, Danuta. How how, how are you? I am really great. Really? Hey, I'm, I'm really good, really good. And you know what? Part of the reason is, too, is that I did some really good gardening on the weekend. Oh, um, and I'll awesome. tell you one of the things that I did amongst the gardening. What would you do? I actually clipped back our blackberry bush, mm. right, because it had mm-hmm. some dried bits and stuff like that and had some grass growing up behind. And I thought, you know, don't want to get any sorts of, you know, snakes coming up from the lake that's just down the road from us or anything mm-hmm. like that. But also, you know, you know what went through my mind? What? Did? I thought, I'm wondering if we're going to get a lot of blackberries this year because you know what happened at the end of last year is that is that basically we had some really great blackberries. I was eating them. You know, a couple of days picking some for us and for our neighbours, and then suddenly the next day the whole thing was like flattened. And you know why? Our dogs got jealous. Oh. They scraped against it. They pushed it right back. They tore it to bits. The, <laughs> the tree like, just like the, well, yeah, yeah, because I mean, just climbs up along the fence and stuff. Yeah. And so it's just like. Okay, I wonder if this year they're going to get jealous or if they're going to actually let us have our blackberries. But yeah. anyway, so I had an enjoyable day oh, out in awesome. the sun. What about you? Oh, speaking of dogs, so yesterday I was down at uni. It's mid-semester break at the moment, so it's pretty quiet around. But there's still mm. a few of us around and studying and hanging out in the library and eating lunch together and that kind of thing. And we're at lunch and the security guard, shout out Chewy, um, he has this dog. It's named Malloy. And there was a group of us standing there and we're calling out to Malloy. And Malloy was kind of a bit standoffish and then i called out to malloy i said Arze, which is the chinese word for dog oh. i was like Arze, come here and the dog just came <laughs> straight to me i'm like this it's dog chinese, chinese. <laughs> like, i was like this is the coolest thing ever that's so funny so i love it i love it <laughs> coming up on our show today we have our interview with dr justin jackson on plants and gardens and benefits of incidental activity in our new segment we're looking at burglars and also how to live to 100 which is going to be amazing to discover that and then in our bible study we're continuing in ephesians and we're looking at an overview of ephesians chapter 2 you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different I love that kind of music. Mm. Hey, what mm-hmm. a great start. Happy start to the day in every kind of way. Hey, hey, we've um, got our first quiz question for this morning. Hey, get your phones ready on 0491064669. Get ready to text in your answers. Yesterday we had a pile of answers coming in, which is really exciting. So take it away with our first quiz question, please, Lawson. All right, our first quiz question for today. This is a multiple choice one. Who was not present when the other apostles saw Jesus had risen from the dead? Was it A, James, B, Matthew, C, Thomas, or D, Peter? If you know the answer to that one, hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And if you text in the correct answer, you will get a chance in the draw for Bible Quiz Show by Paul Kent. So this is A to Z trivia challenge book as well as Bible challenge card game for adults and teens. So we're basically helping you 
enabling you Absolutely. to be able in to know way. the Bible better, to be able to have fun with friends as well. Have competitions with friends of who uh, knows the most. It's just like competitions <laughs> are just the best thing ever. Like I love yep. competitions. Uh, I, I love, yeah. you know, especially when there's prizes at the end. Uh, and yeah, you, you know, you can hang out with your friends and, and basically go through quiz questions and whatnot. We also have here the Bible Challenge card game as well. We want to give both of these things to you absolutely for free if you answer the questions correctly. Again, that question was, who was not present when the other apostles saw Jesus had risen from the dead? Was it A, James, B, Matthew, C, Thomas, or D, Peter? And this person had some struggles believing. Absolutely. They had some struggles, you know, listening and, and mm-hmm. believing what the other disciples were, mm-hmm. were saying when they said, you know, Jesus had risen from the dead. So, so let we'll that be a clue. That. We'll let that be a clue for yeah, you. Right. And uh, <laughs> give us a text at 0491-064-669. Again, that's 0491-064-669. Danuta, what is happening in the world of positively different news Ah, well, just before we go there, too, we have a text that came through late yesterday just as we were finishing this show. I just want to read that one out, too. This one's from Tim saying, thank you, Faith FM. Oops, it's bouncing and we've got so many texts coming in. Thank Mm. you, Faith FM. Music has been just lovely, a calm in a fast world. Isn't Mm. that beautiful? That's great to know. So Mm. that was at the end of yesterday, just as we couldn't actually read it out because it was just as we're finishing off. But we wanted to bring that in and we hope that you're... best. Isn't it? Isn't it just awesome? Yeah. Like... I was, I was riding to the studio this morning on my bicycle and dude, just like clearing some of those hills and having my music in and just, just riding along and seeing the sun come up. It was just the best. Were you singing along to it too? Oh, uh, no. I was like heavy breathing the entire, <laughs> yeah, like, entire time. But, and then like, uh, <laughs> as well as that, like, cause if you don't have your music in, then it's just like, whoosh. It's good to, good to have the tunes going. Get the win, get the win. Hey, look on good news. You were asking about that. There's this great new Netflix series that have just come out. Okay. Called Live to Be a Hundred. Yes. Do you, you've heard about so it. Everyone you? is talking about this. I haven't seen an episode, but I've seen people reacting to it. I've seen people talking about how amazing it is because it's all about blue zones. It is about blue zones. So the blue zones are basically where there's what's called Sanitarians, where people are living to a hundred or more, mm. and um, and so basically, a man by the name of Dan Butner, who's an explorer, so he actually starts off the series. So my husband and I actually watched um, a couple of episodes last night. Fascinating. Want to encourage our listeners to go onto Netflix, have a look at this. Live to be a hundred. It's actually called, um, and just fascinating. So he actually starts off talking about how you know he, but he's basically cycled around the world. Um, it's it's quite amazing. Like he, he is very much into fitness, but then he thought to himself, this is just over 20 years ago. He just thought to himself, well, what next project can I do with a purpose to still go around doing what I love doing, but actually have a purpose with, with that other than just going around the world again. And so he actually was keen to actually study what's called the blue zones. And, um, he explores the areas where these people live to a hundred. So the areas that he goes to, uh, Okinawa, 
Mm. Of course, that's where um, Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge, you in know, Japan. The, yes, yeah. in Japan, of course. So the people there, I'm going to come back to that in a sec. He goes to Sardinia in Italy. Mm. He goes to Icaria in Greece and Nicoya in Costa Rica. And then he also goes to Loma Linda in California. Wow. Now, what he actually learns about, he goes there to learn about their lifestyles and their food and nutrition and how it actually impacts them positively on a daily basis. Now, here's the interesting thing is he actually goes in not only just into the homes, but he actually explores what are the specific things in those areas that are Mm. making these people live to a 100. And he finds that, uh, so he takes us to Okinawa and it's actually really lovely to actually watch. Like there's a 100-year-old lady who's basic, 101-year-old lady, sorry, who actually plays, you know, their little instruments, I can't remember what they're called, but they're basically like a little... Like a like a little ukulele, but on a yeah, long stem. You might yeah. know the name of those. Uh, well, I think so. Is a lyre a flute, and then like a shinjuku? I think that's a flute as well, or maybe it's. I I, I don't know the specific right. name, but I know that there's. Yeah, I I know exactly what she's yeah, talking about. Yeah, so she's playing that. She's playing. She's playing games with the family. She's doing all sorts. But here's the key thing: is that a lot of them are also have got have got their own gardens. They've actually got their own gardens and they're basically, um, you know, doing their own little bit of gardening every single day. Mm. And what he found there also is that, um, so he was just saying that they've got a sense of purpose as well in every way, uh, constant sense of purpose and they know their values. So it's not, not just in Okinawa, but he's finding that there's a common thread through all of these places that these people have a constant sense of purpose and they know their values. So here's the thing is most people like, especially in the Western world, can tend to retire at the age of 65 or mm. 70, right? These people keep on working at 70, 80, or 90 years of age. Yeah, that's the one. What's yeah, it called? Yeah, I found it. It's, I found this instrument. It's called a shamisen. 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 And it, it kind of, yeah, it looks like a little bit of a, a ukulele vibe. But yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so they're Shami- playing. Yeah. So these people, they're eating good food. They're out in the garden, the, getting it done. Oh, just everything. They're just moving around. They've got positive thoughts. One of the guys, the, 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 the gentleman who was like around 97, he said, you know, don't be filled with worry. There's no purpose in worrying in life. He said, stay pos- positive, be resilient. Mm. Um, but also what's really interesting, um, so, what was that that instrument called again? Shamisen. Shamisen. Yeah. Shamisen. So they showed a man who was, I think, 87 or, or close to 90 anyway, who was making those regularly and then playing them. And then oh, they wow. showed him crossing over his legs, sitting on his, on his, on his bum on the floor, legs crossed up and then pushing himself up just with his arms, like, right, you know, pushing himself up in every way. That is so, so impressive. <laughs> and what was really interesting, yeah, what was really interesting in Okinawa is that most of the people like to sit on the floor too. So he mm. said they get up and down 30 times a day or so. So he said their core is really strong. But wow. we tend to sit, you know, at the computer, on the couch, not do anything much, not do much exercise. Mm. Then he also went to Sardinia in Italy. They're growing all of their own food. They're only mm. making their own sourdough bread and stuff like that. And then he went to Loma Linda. And I loved the way that he actually presented what was happening in Loma Linda because um, Loma Linda, of course, is 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 a Seventh Day Adventist centre. So, mm. of course, here at Faith FM, we are Seventh Day Adventists. And one of the key things at Loma Linda and that worldwide, and he did mention this, that we as a Seventh Day Adventist church believe very strongly in is in good health and well being. Mm. And so, one of the key 
he, um, he, he, he almost called it like a doctrine. It's not, not a doctrine, but we actually follow about the, the principles in the Bible that we believe are about, you know, having a clear mind, having a clear body so that then we can actually have a stronger connection with God and with people mm. as well. But he actually said that, um, you know, they stick around that, that whole, he called it a doctorate of health about exercising. And he said volunteering is really important that people who volunteer actually have better memories, which is really interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he also said one of the common threads right throughout all of these areas is that all of them have a sanctuary of time. So of course he mentioned that Seventh day Adventists have, um, you know, uh, what's called what we, um, called the Sabbath, which is yeah. based on the Bible, the seventh day of rest. Mm. And he unpacks that about the fact that, you know, that we find real rest in, in, in Christ. Mm. And it reminds us to actually also have the social contact and fellowship, which is mm. really important. So it's that, that fellowship with God and fellowship with community. So mm. here were the four main principles as I tie up. He said the four main principles across the board. Uh, firstly, eating wisely. Secondly, moving naturally, mm. um, as in constantly being on the move. We're going to be talking about that with Justin Jackson as well. We Incidental are. exercise. So Abs. that's going to be just in like 20 minutes time. So Abs. keep listening. Keep listening. That's right. Uh, the third one is connecting with others. And he said the fourth thing is to have a purpose and an outlook. And he said those that have got spirituality in their lives in some form, mm. um, you know, that, that have, they have that purpose and outlook that's really important. And, of course, you know, you can start any time to change your lifestyle in these areas. Um, and you can actually add up, even if you're at the age of 60, you can add up to six years onto your life, but, um, you know, and, and, and more. And so mm. um, really interesting thing. And, of course, you know, in the Bible, the early 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 um, forefathers and that were basically you know living till six seven eight hundred nine hundred years of age and we've just degraded over the years yeah. but the bible speaks very much about looking after ourselves yeah absolutely and it, it's so funny like with loma linda california what we see there is it is in the heart of a nation that is plagued with d- lifestyle disease Yes. And, and people dying, despite having access to the best medical, you know, information and, and, and tools on earth. Um, yeah, people still dying, not super duper young, but again, being affected so much by disease. And yeah, the Seventh day Adventists there are just completely bucking the trend just because of practicing the biblical health principles that were written in the Bible thousands of years ago. So incredible stuff. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Mm. Hey, Lawson, what is our next quiz question for today, please? Okay, next quiz question. Simply this, true or false, Goliath was seven cubits tall. Mm. If you know the answer to this question, hey, 0491-064-669. And this one's easy. All you have to send in is a T or an F. You've got a 50% chance of getting it right. And if you do get it right, you go into the draw to win some amazing prizes. We're giving away two, well, two kind of resources here that are both very much wrapped yeah. up in the Bible. And well, specifically the Bible quiz show. So that's one book that we have, which is all f- just a stack full of Bible quizzes. A good, wait, wait, hold on. A good yeah, give 270 oh, wow. Bible quizzes are in here. So that's like a lot of Bible quizzes. And then we've also got uh, the Bible challenge card game as well. Both of these are 
amazing resources to have fun with friends, to get people over, to answer questions about the Bible and whatnot, or for church. It's very useful for church, uh, but also just helps you to be able to know the Bible better and to know these facts and these different verses and whatnot. Hey, if you want this, again, all you have to do is answer questions throughout this week. The more answers you give, the more chances you have in the draw. Again, our next question was, true or false, Goliath was seven cubits tall, and all you have to send in is a T or an F, or you can say true or false, whatever you like. Or you can write us like a big, lovely <laughs> message about how much you enjoy Faith FM and how much you love the show. Again, true or false, Goliath was seven cubits tall, 0491-064-669. You are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning, and I've got some interesting news to share. I've got some stories coming out of the United States, but I want to start with a story coming from the UK. Mm. And that is because uh, it's, it's an interesting story, a bit more kind of local to, well, a, a person. Uh, but a burglar has been banned from every church in England after repeat offences. So essentially, there is this man. He is from Oxfordshire. His name is Christopher Coulthard. Mm. He was jailed for about four years. He's, he's uh, 61 years old. And over the last couple of years, he has been systematically going to different churches and finding a way to steal the offerings, either churches True. or Christian schools, whatever it may be, he finds a way to steal the offering and then even like purses and stuff from parishioners. So who has actually done the ban in this? Who has done the overarching ban now? So the overarching ban has been done by the court. Okay. He has received a court order. So firstly, like he's received his sentence. But secondly, once his sentence finishes, it, his court order is that he is not allowed to go to any church without written permission from the pastor. Mm. So, so he's not allowed to go, you know, within a certain distance. He's not allowed to go into like a certain, a, a certain areas and whatnot. And I just thought this was really interesting, right? So, so I'm wondering who's addressing the core problem with all of this. Yeah, well, I think obviously this person is a criminal and they're acting systematically in their crimes and so they definitely deserve the consequences of going to jail, you know, because they are repeatedly thieving. Mm. Mm-hmm. And from churches of all places, like, it's awful. Like, well, I mean, when you have your stuff stolen, it's like the worst thing ever. Well, like, and also offerings because that's God's money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, even, I mean, even more so, yeah. like... It's, it's like, okay, so, you know, say you, it, like a lot of, um, a lot of stuff comes up on my Facebook feeds, like people getting their motorbike stolen or their fishing rod stolen. That happened to my dad. We were, we were living in this house in a, actually a really nice area and we would rarely, this, this is before we, we moved to, like, well, dad moved to where he is now. I was living with him at the time. Now I'm living in the dorms in Avondale. I was living with my dad. We're in this really nice area, a nice area. And like, rarely we would fully lock up. We would lock stuff, but, uh-huh. but it would just, it was so nice and, and it was very open and we're on like a, quite a busy road. And so we expected like, oh, no issues. But then dad wakes up one morning, goes to go fishing and all of his rods, like wow. a good, I don't know, maybe $3,000 worth of fishing rods all have gone. been stolen. And it's just like the worst thing ever, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's like so, like your stomach sinks and especially with things that aren't, 
like he didn't have sh- insurance on the fishing rods, and so they they just got and it's just infuriating. Like, oh, people would steal my stuff. Da da da. Mm. Now, when you steal from a church, you steal lots of people's stuff, like well, lots of people's money that is going to God, big time. And I I remember a case when we were out west, where you know I was away at the time, but my husband, you know, as the pastor, was actually there, and a few other church members, and he rang me up that afternoon after after church, and he actually said, "You'll never believe what happened." Mm. Somebody was actually counting the offering while the kids were still around, and and uh, and one of the kids actually took fifty bucks, oh, fifty dollars. No yeah, yeah, and and they took off, and somebody said, "I think somebody's just taken something," and so they just ran into the car, and actually two of them got into the car, chased them to the petrol station, and they caught them as they were coming back out. Three of them together, they actually exchanged the money and they were splitting it between them, so they actually got the offering oh, back. <laughs> wow! But yeah, I mean that was a small amount compared to what you're talking about here. Yeah, so this is this has been again systematic. It's been thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that this person has stolen. So they're going to they're going to uh, they're going. Oh, and maybe you're thinking this morning. Okay, well, what's the reason that this person is stealing money? And That's the what reason I'm saying, the cause. So, yeah, yeah. So let me just read an excerpt from the article here. It says, "But he contested the charge, carrying tools designed to commit burglary in Radley in August, and pleaded not guilty to the possession of a Class C drug." Tramadol, which is an opioid drug used for pain relief. Ah. And so this person, one of their biggest motivations to steal is the fact that they're a junkie, mm. uh, is that they're, that they're a drug user and and illegally using a, a Class C drug here, which is, that's the uh, the UK uh, class system for, for different uh, medication and whatnot, but essentially they're using like a prescribed opioid, which is what, oh man, like opioids in, in regards to like, prescription drug abuse it's it's just an epidemic around the world and this person has yeah and, and it's it's interesting i we don't know this person's story but either they have gotten it from somewhere else or potentially you know they've had some kind of injury went on to opioids to mm. deal with that injury gotten addicted mm. not weaned off properly yeah and so it's led them to this life of crime where which is unfortunate targeted churches and so what i'm hoping i see from this story i'm like okay this, they've given this been given this court mandated uh you know this mandate that they can't go to any churches ever again without written permission and i'm just really hoping that they go to jail and they get the rehabilitation that they need and that they can actually be in church because church is a fantastic place for people to be at the same time you know there are some level of offenders and particularly repeat offenders and whatnot where it's like this it's unsafe to have this person in church and it's it's very important to keep churches safe i know again mentioning mentioning earlier faith fm here is and we are seventh day adventists uh, and in the seventh day adventist church we have a very strict policy about say you know convicted uh you know child abusers and mm. whatnot not being able to come to church uh, particularly because the the prevalence of repeat offending is so high but what i'm really hoping for this person for Coulthard is that they go to jail, they get clean, and they can come out the other side feeling some level of conviction over what they've done. And I think their life can really turn around and they could come to a place in which they could be a part of the church community, particularly if they're being exposed so much to church. I feel like there would be a level of guilt in their heart of like what they're doing and who they're taking from. And when they can... But obviously that guilt is being superseded by their need to use. And so hopefully... I, I, I've seen this situation. I'm like, man, if this person can get into jail, 
get clean, really turn their life around. Like we can see someone here who can have a change of heart and a change of life. Absolutely. And the great thing is that in a lot of places, of course, and the UK has it too, we have it here in Australia, we've got what's called prison ministry Mm. and lives have been changed because of that because there are chaplains that actually go into the the prisons Mm. and, and sometimes run chapels, but they also see people individually, they give out Bibles and lives have been changed and, you know, there have been conversions Mm. in prison of a lot of people. And so by God's grace, that can actually and will happen for yeah. for him as well in the UK, you know, and that he'll be embraced. What I'm hoping to see or what I'm interested to see is say this person comes out of prison, they get clean, they put the life crime behind them. How churches will react to someone who has a court mandate where they're not allowed to come to church yeah. unless they have written permission. And, you know, whether they, and I guess different opinions for different people, maybe some people would think that, oh, well, this person probably shouldn't come to church because the likeliness of them reoffending is pretty high and stealing God's money. Hey, we'd love to for you guys to let us know. Text us at 0491-064-669. You know, what do you want to see from this story? Should this person be, you know, allowed to come back to church or should that that court mandate and, you know, their their banning from churches continue to be upheld, you know, and whatever it may be. Hey, let us know again that number 0491-064-669. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Lawson, what is our next quiz question, please, before we go to our great interview with Dr. Justin Jackson? Okay, our next quiz question. How many demons did Jesus drive out of Mary Magdalene? Hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win an amazing prize. Two amazing prizes, the Bible Quiz Show and the Bible Challenge Card Game. If you know the answer again to the quiz you will win those two things on friday when they will be drawn but again those question that question was how many demons did jesus drive out of mary magdalene 0491 it's now come time for our interview for today and it is with the one and only dr justin jackson justin are you there with us Absolutely. Thank you for having me here this morning. Yeah, of course. We have been so blessed by you coming on the show, you know, semi-regularly to tell us all about different areas of health. You know, your particular area is internal medicine and infectious disease, you know, specializing in that. But you've been coming on and highlighting the different gems from the creation week and, you know, opening the door to discover God's original design for perfect health. Absolutely. And my theme this morning is really inspired by the season, spring, isn't it? Just beautiful with sunshine and blossoms and flowers. So I thought we should talk about the benefits of plants and gardens. Absolutely. Okay, so we're talking about gardening this morning. And I'm a gardener. I love gardening. So I'm going to really look forward to this topic today. Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Now, we we get uh, other people onto the show to talk about how to garden, you know, in terms of planting the mm-hmm. correct plants and whatnot. But we're going to be looking at the uh, the health aspects, the personal health aspects of gardening itself, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And if you go back to Genesis 2, that's where God first placed people in a garden and he 
told them to be gardeners, essentially. We're designed to be gardeners. I love that. Yes, our original job is to get in the garden and get it done. But what are those special health benefits to us when we are, you know, out in the gardening? You know, what is the value of that to our health? Well, let me start by reminding our listeners, and I, I think some of this may have been shared this morning already, about Dan Butner. Um from Blue Zones fame, Mm. who visited people that lived active, healthy lives to over 100 years of age. And as listeners may remember, he went to Okinawa in Japan, Sardinia in Italy, and also the Seventh-day Adventist enclave in California. And as Bunyo went around, he wanted to discover the secrets that allowed these people to enjoy longer, happier and healthier lives. Unsurprisingly to listeners of this health segment, they really followed the creation gems that we've Mm. been talking about. But, of course, one common theme, despite the different cultures and the different locations all around the world, the centenarians enjoyed plants, gardening, and and growing their own food. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine that. And, like, we were just sharing a little bit earlier today about it too because I actually watched um, the first two episodes last night with my husband um, (laughs) of that, you know, Live to Be 100 that Dan Butner has actually done. So, um, yeah, sanitarians um, enjoying plants and foods. So what's the the beauty of that? Just keep on unpacking it more for us. Yeah, sure. So there is really ample scientific evidence that – Gardening and its health benefits is what has actually added those healthy years to their lives. So, in other words, being out in nature is causative for their longevity. Not the sole cause, you know, there's the other factors that we've talked about, but really one of one of the, the causes for longer, healthier lives. Mm. So really, in a, in a way, that an hour in the garden a, a day or so isn't actually time wasted in many ways. No, no. So it's really time banked. If you look at it that way, it's time gained, really. Um, There's an excellent review that I'm going to talk a little bit um, from this morning. Uh, It's called Gardening for Health, a regular dose of gardening. So if people want to Google that, they can read the whole thing. Mm. Um, But that's some of the evidence and science that I'm going to share this morning. So Gardening for Health, a regular dose of gardening. So this physician who wrote this paper was suggesting that doctors should prescribe a regular dose of gardening for their patients. This is something that's, that patients that's should right. do. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not your usual prescription, but it's <laughs> one taken straight out of the book of Genesis. Um, I want to just take a step back for a little bit, not, um, not focus directly on gardening, but simply if you look at um, plants, trees and flowers, simply looking at nature um, and, the, and the benefit of that, so the Japanese create beautiful gardens mm. and they were one of the first to really study this and found that when you look at a plant, it alters your brain waves. So it wow. changes the EEG pattern, yeah. That is amazing. So essentially, well, I, I know when I get into a garden, I feel calmer and it's just from looking at the plants, I'm not even gardening. I'm just like, oh, that's so beautiful and it makes me feel happy and calm. But we immediately see those changes in our brains as soon as we're in a, in a garden. That's incredible. That's right. And so these EEG changes then flow on to the emotional benefits that you were just sharing of mm. reduced stress, fear, anger. Um, and that's what they demonstrated. But also... That has then physical benefits of reducing blood pressure, your heart rate, your muscle tension. And those things, um, 
Blood pressure in particular, you may remember from earlier sharing times, is one of the leading causes of heart disease. Mm, And I love what you're saying there because I know when COVID was on, you know, I bought the pots and planted things and going out several times a day, it's almost like I felt like I was talking to the plants that were talking back to me. There was this beautiful thing and I love plants indoors as well. So so what you're kind of saying is if we plant, put a plant in, in our office or on our desk or a tree outside the window, it can simply spend a moment looking at it and we're less likely to die of a heart attack and improve our emotional well-being. So, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How, no, do, that, how do that plants do so that true. then? Well, I think there's lots of different mechanisms. Um, but yeah, one of them is, is just, just this visual component. So, another study, for instance, looked at 90 patients who were randomly assigned to rooms with either potted plants or no plants. And again, the same thing, they had lower pain, stress, anxiety. Um, interestingly, it doesn't have to be a real plant, which confirms some oh, wow. of this visual component. So, yeah, one, one group studied um, putting a picture of a countryside on the walls of the patient's rooms and compared it to abstract art, which, interestingly, the abstract art actually um, increased their anxiety compared to the landscape. Whoa. Um, wow. <laughs> I wonder what pain and anxiety responses people get then in an art gallery of an, ab- of an abstract art. <laughs> yes, that's, that's a good question. I think it would make a, a fascinating study. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's not only that visual component as well. Plants release these beneficial molecules into the air and they remove harmful chemicals as mm. well, all combining to decrease our levels of inflammation. One study I came across from the University of Technology in Sydney, the researchers showed that the plants can remove pollutants from the air just in a matter of hours. Mm. And not only that, they can remove these really harmful petrol-related pollutants like the known carcinogen benzene. Isn't that just amazing? Wow. Yeah, that is, ama- that is amazing. So, <laughs> like, ba- basically, because so you can have these plants in your room and essentially have a set of air filters just going off and filtering the air, which is really, really helpful. I mean, like, I I very much dislike the smell of, like, car smoke and petrol and whatnot. Oh, like, toxic smells make me feel The smell itself makes me Mm -hmm. feel sick. But having more plants around can really alleviate that. Is what you're saying. Yes, it's true. It, it does take me back to COVID as well with all our HEPA filters, and I can just imagine a, a bank of plants instead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just beautiful. Yeah, the same researchers actually found that the more concentrated the toxins in the air, the faster and more effective the plants became mm. at removing them. So they, they really do adapt. Um, and we've talked about the importance of pure air in a whole segment previously. One of the things we touched on there was the link between living close to heavy traffic and dementia and other health problems mm. with, the, with the pollutants, you know, the nitrogen oxides, the ozones, the metals, all of those sort of particulates in the air. But did you know that a single maple tree can remove 22 kilograms of particulate each year as well oh, as wow. other toxins? Yeah. Oh, 22 kilos, that's a huge amount. So trees are really actually... Really awesome. <laughs> they are truly awesome. Yeah. And I'm always interested in the underlying health mechanisms by, by which things work. So there's, you know, we've, we've talked about the things like blood pressure and heart rate, 
and so on. But when you dive down into the blood, you can actually find there are these inflammatory cytokines, which are like little danger messengers that are released into the bloodstream, and mm. they trigger the body to develop this inflammatory response, which goes on and negatively impacts on you know, all the different organs, so the mm. brain, the heart, the kidneys, the blood vessels, etc. So that's that's what causes, well, one of the causes of disease. One um, group of researchers wanted to look at these danger signals. So what they did was they mm. they measured them in a in a group that they did nothing else with, mm-hmm. and then a second group they gave fifteen one hour sessions and mm-hmm. all sorts of different activities from gardening to growing to maintaining and harvesting vegetables to guided walks through the park. At the end of the three months, they found that there was less of these inflammatory cytokines and messengers in, in that group. Wow. So essentially the cytokines had dissipated because people mm-hmm. were gardening. But I can imagine mm-hmm. as well, like they're out in the garden, they're exercising, having social connection, intellectual simulation and, and sunlight and fresh air. Like all of these things probably contributed to their improvement right it's like that they're, right. they're yeah. having like a holistic mm. exercise health experience yeah. that's absolutely right you know that's an excellent point and that really speaks to why gardening so effective in improving our health mm-hmm. the benefits of plants we've already talked about you know that stand alone but they're just one aspect Gardening, you know, as you've just mentioned, it combines that physical aspect mm. with exposure to nature and sunlight. And sunlight itself has just a huge range of, of benefits, boosting mood to immune function and blood pressure, etc. Um, and then we haven't mentioned, but the fruit and vegetables that are produced, you know, they're part of our original diet as well. Mm. Um, and then there's the, the exercise component that restores dexterity and strength and the aerobic exercise, you know, that really matches what what, what you can get from a gym if, if you're out there turning your garden over. Yeah, so there's really wow. something special, isn't there, about eating the food straight from the garden or the orchard. And I know I grew up with that in having that in our garden and I love the flavour of the food. But, you know, mm. what, what are those special benefits with that? Yeah, well, as you say, we, we're blessed to have an orchard and a garden and there is just something incredibly special about the taste of the fruit mm. picked straight from the tree. Mm. Yeah, you just can't beat it. No. <laughs> um, but something we haven't really touched on, and you mentioned I'm an infectious diseases doctor, so I like my, my bugs. Mm. And when you go out and pick your fruit and vegetables straight from the the garden or from the tree, um, they come with a package of healthy bacteria that can, um, you know, boost the bacteria, the diversity of the bacteria in your gut microbiome. And then these have huge benefits Mm -hmm. for health as well. And one intriguing thing that I've been wanting to share on this uh, segment for a little while, God's put this special bacteria, and there's probably many of them, but mm-hmm. we know of one that can actually improve your, your thinking in the soil. That can improve your thinking. So, <laughs> just wait, wait, wait. So, so it's just like a bug that makes you smarter? Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely it. I mean, there's quite a story behind it. It was uh-huh. discovered way back in the 1970s with leprosy vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, in 2004, an oncologist went on to 
to study this particular bug called Microbacterium vaccae. And um, they found that it boosted the serotonin nerve, so the happiness hormone. Mm. And, um, yeah, do you remember as kids how happy we felt making mud pies and mud cakes? Perhaps mm-hmm. yeah. we're getting a good dose of nature's antidepressant there. Oh, how good is that? And what a good memory to leave us with. And of those, you know, that adults that actually have never got out and put mixed a mud pie, it's it's high time that we all do, <laughs> hey, I get think. Out in hey. the dirt. And even those mudslides, you know, when we used to go to some things and would do mudslides, that would have been fun too. So, yeah. yeah absolutely. So the, the message this morning, if we're feeling a bit anxious, we can stare at a pot plant for five minutes. We can go for a walk in a green space in the sunshine and fresh air, or we can go out and prune the roses or pull some weeds. Oh, amazing. Dr. Justin Jackson, thank you so much for joining mm, us and getting great. into, yeah, how it is that gardening can help almost all aspects of our <laughs> life. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.